everybody welcome back into brine time the weekly podcast where we uh discover the unknown backstories of technology's trailblazers who have changed our world oh like the guy who invented the rubik's cube that's yes or the the guy who invented spam or the zune recorder zunes remember zunes yeah or the laser disc yep changed our world I like that I wrote that out and I spelled technology wrong. You did. <laughs> it says technology. <laughs> technology. So how about we just talk about pickles baseball. 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 I spell that right. Uh, yeah. Well, this is brine time, baby. And brine time, baby. Oh, boy. It's getting exciting. Getting it's exciting coming up to... Is it not exciting, Liam? No, it's super exciting. Oh, okay. I'm very excited. All right, well, you were shaking your head no. Like, no, no it's I was, not. No, I was shaking my head like, like oh, I man, can't it's so believe. exciting. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with himself. He's so excited. Yeah, I guess no one goes like this. That, <laughs> that's creepy, isn't it? If you bob your head up and down like a bobblehead, that's actually a creepier way to go. Like, yeah, no, I'm excited. When yeah. someone says this is getting exciting, and you go, yeah. <laughs> if you start doing this, too, the little clucking with your head, like, yeah. Oh, man. Creep, Creepville. Creepville. <laughs> This is like we're in prison, <laughs> looking through the glass. Yeah, it is. Feels good. Yeah, it is. It feels it's good like, that you're on the freedom side. We're, in, I'm, I'm on the we're side hemmed up over here, baby. Good yeah. to see you, Liam. Thanks for coming out on visitation day. <laughs> yeah, dude. We've been having a rough time. They're not really respecting us here in the pen because we're soft. Yeah, Jake got shanked in the chow line. Yeah, <sighs> and I tried to do the speech from Watchmen, like you don't understand. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. And they're like, all right, shut up. And yeah. they go, Wah! Wah! Yeah. Repeatedly. Repeatedly over Ooh. and over again. So, uh, pickle report. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Jail pickle. Segway to the pickle report. So, uh, well, Jeremiah and I have had a particularly interesting pickle report because we've been to our first official road game. Nice. Yeah. We went out to Port Angeles on Saturday to watch the second, the middle game of a three-game series against the Port Angeles Sweep. lefties. And, yeah, uh, I'm kind of bummed that our the game we saw wasn't the following game. Yeah, uh, things got exciting. So the first game that was won pretty easily 10-3. to The second game, which we were at, was 12-1, to which they should have had a shutout, but yeah. they kind of made a weird error at second and allowed a guy to – to get home. The one run came with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, it was mm. kind of a – and it was a weird play. They The guy stole second. The pitcher had not delivered the pitch, so he turned around, and the guy was going to be out by 15 feet. And I don't know what happened. The pitcher just Shucked it over Gio's it. head. Oh, just sailed it out in the outfield, uh, and the guy was able to take third on that, I think. But the most interesting game was a uh, extra innings uh, win, uh, a 5-4 to four in the 11th where Brody Barnum tied it up mm -hmm. on a sack fly, and then <laughs> – no, he took the lead. Hard, hard, hard <laughs> on a sack <laughs> fly. fly. Yeah. <laughs> took the lead on a sack fly, I should say, and then came in and only for a second appearance uh, pitched and struck out the side. Nice. And uh, another interesting thing that happened in that game was I saw – Old Ronnie Brown went yard. Oh, he did. Yeah, because the uh, boy, good. He finally he needed it. the Ronnie lefties ba were tagging me. They were tagging us on Instagram, uh, showing him. I think because I well, we got in the booth with Judah mm -hmm. and we we did two innings, and they call him Downtown Ronnie Brown. And when he was 0 for 3, I was like... So this guy is uh, a pit... There was a starting pitcher of the game we saw and also served as their designated hitter. He's a big dude. He's, like... Huge. Thick. Like, you, 
like a guy that you know, like in the cartoons where if you ran into his chest, you would smack yeah. and fall back, and he yeah. wouldn't even budge. He so, was a thick dude. They call him Downtown Ronnie Brown, and during the broadcast, I said maybe they should change it to Sit Down Ronnie Brown because he, he had two strikeouts, two strikeouts and a flyout. Yeah, so, yeah. But uh, the next day, he uh, he took him. So they heard that broadcast. Well, those the the general manager of the lefties was oh, sitting I right forgot next about to that. us. Yeah, we were we were really playing more to the booth than we were to the the audience. Yeah. It was it was a fun time. It was fun. We had a good time. Shout so, out to Judah Newby. Yeah, as Judah Newby allowed us to do a couple innings with him, and that was that was fun. Beautiful stadium out there in Port Angeles. Not, nice, nice people. Yeah, mountain, for the most part mountainous backdrop. Yeah, the like Olympic neighborhood National Park is right there. But uh, definitely not as well as tended as Pickles games. No, and it was a very. It's like I feel like it's an interesting mix of people because there was definitely some. Like, there's some affluent people there. Like, there's some money that lives there. And there was a lot of kind of, like, soccer moms driving Lexuses. And then there was, like, some, some backwoodsy folks. Some, yeah. Uh, feral people, as I like to yeah. describe them. You know, mm-hmm. you know the kind. Wearing overalls and the little kind of hills have eyes vibe to them. Yeah. yeah. But we did a... <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some weird people out there. Yeah. <laughs> But we did. Uh, we ran into two parent, two sets. I guess one set of parents, and then we saw we met uh, Sandovitsky's father, Todd, and then we met the McVeighs. They had yes. come out to Yvonne go. And, Yvonne, uh, and, we didn't catch the. Day. Yeah, we didn't talk. To, uh, he didn't want anything to do with us. But yeah, Yvonne, but Yvonne came nice. over and was like, "You guys are the Brian Time guys," and I was like. What the lefties listen to this podcast? Because I was, I didn't, you know, he was like, "Oh, we're Brad. I'm Brad McVeigh's mom," and we talked for a little bit, and she was very nice. Brad yeah. was going to start the next day, the day game, the one o'clock game. So she was like, "Yeah, we're out here for the weekend. Just want to see him pitch because he didn't get to he didn't get to pitch a lot his freshman year at uh, UP." So they're like, "We've been traveling a little bit and watching him pitch for the Pickles. It's been super fun, and we love your podcast. We're big with parents." I found out. Yeah, the yeah. parents they use it. I mean, you know, like uh, Todd uh, Novitsky lives in California. Yeah. So he doesn't get, you know, he doesn't get to come up to a lot of games or whatever. But you know, and the Pellerins too, like they, they're they live Bayou in Louisiana, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's a good way for them to stay connected with the with the team and their kids and yeah, listen to our stupid asses talk. All complimentary, very fun. Sack flies, sack flies. Um, so the pickles right now are uh, continuing the road trip. They're in Vic- uh, Victoria against the Harbor Cats up at uh, Royal Athletic Park. And so, you know, when this comes out on Wednesday, they will be, uh, I guess, finishing up that series. Sweeping that's it. Season. They'll sweeping, be sweeping right? that series. Or no, they have. No, so. No, that's yeah, it. That's that's it. The, this is the last. Uh, yeah, when this podcast drops on Wednesday, August 8th, that will be the final game of the, the regular season. 8-8-18. We're, we're, we're deep into the pickles right now. Mm-hmm. We're deep into them and we're excited. Uh, I'm pumped about this playoffs. I think we got a chance at the whole thing. It's so. going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was the pickle report. Heck yeah, it Stay was. Stay pickled, baby. Stay pickles, 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 Shaka bra, shaka bra, shaka bra, brain time, 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 brain time. Got pickles in my grill, brain time. Pickles on the jar, brain time. Pickles in the line, brain time. Brain time, brain time, brain time, brain time. Everybody come on a brain time, brain time. Time now for everybody's favorite segment, pickle of the week. We highlight one player who's been playing outstanding for our beloved pickles, and then we try something pickled. Mostly it's pickles, but once in a while we've had other things that have just been pickled. We did eggs. We did okra. No. Asparagus. Asparagus, right. Guess who the pickle of the week is. I got I to guess. Can I guess? Liam, why don't you guess since you don't have it in front of you? But he knows. That's not fair. Well, you know too. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get mad. You get mad because he, he, he can't pretend he doesn't know. I want to pretend I don't know. Well, it's just that you like made the <laughs> qualifier that he doesn't have it in front of him, so let's let him guess, even though he knows just as well as I do. Is it Mike Pence? Yep. It is. Yay. You got it. Nailed it. It's Brody Barnum, everyone. Oh. Big Top. That's his nickname now. I call him Brody Bam Bam Barnum. I call him Big Top P.T. Barnum. Yep. Either way, this guy the is- The heir to the Barnum Circus Fortune. Absolute- uh, 
Masher. He's from Vancouver. He's a righty. 210 goes to Jeremiah's favorite school. Yeah, go Cougs, man. He's Washington State Cougs. That that even makes it better. Uh, yeah, he's kind of like um, he's like Xander 2.0. It's kind of like yeah. I mean, he's it's like it was weird. Xander left, and all of a sudden, I was like, is that is that a, just another Xander? Yeah. But uh, this dude, yeah, he's built like a ba- he's got like top heavy big dude. Uh, we saw him go yard in the game that we uh, yeah. went to. He hit he hit the uh, I guess what technically began the winning run. He hit a two run shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's an outfielder, but he also pitches. And yeah. In, and in that game, we were saying that he struck out the side uh, to preserve the win. To preserve the win. So and extras. Very cool. Very cool. Brody Barnum, go Cougs. Go Cougs. Go Pickles. Go Cougs, baby. But, yeah, so he's an absolute master. He's been – so the game before the one – and the Friday one, he missed out an opportunity to hit a third home run. Remember that? Yeah. He hit two home runs and then one, like, basically just below the home run line. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, so he oh. missed that. Dude has been on a tear, which is great going in the playoffs. It's always good to have a guy who's hitting well and pitching well, so maybe they can use him in some tight spots. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're excited, man. Brody Barnum. Brody Barnum. Ta- hats off to you. Tip of the cap. And uh, this, week's, this week's Pickle of the Week, uh, the Pickle version, was uh, inspired. Recommended, yeah. Recommended. She said uh, Yvonne McVeigh was like, hey, would you guys do bread and butter pickles? I always love those. And uh, Said she was thinking that. Right before she saw us in person. Yeah. Like, I can't oh. believe you're sitting here right now. Because I want you guys to do bread and butter pickles. She slid over said, you guys are the Brian Time guys. You guys are the most amazing podcast I've ever listened to. And, uh, you wow. know. I, she wants to clean us up and raise her as her own. Yeah. You know, like, just. You know, nice. She thinks you. I have a f- future as a pitcher, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yep. It's like, where's our host family? You know? Yeah, for real. Why don't you take Next. me out of my crappy apartment for the summer and host me as a yeah. billet family? Yeah. Oh, man. That would be good stuff. That would be good stuff. Just wrecking you guys. shop. Wrecking yeah. <laughs> 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 people's cars. <laughs> they have the family has to take both of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bunk beds. Yeah. yeah. Well, did Cooper and Xander live together? No. I want to say that I read that, that they were in the same host family. No, no. They had... Uh, Cooper had been in the same host family for all three years, but they weren't roommates. No. These are from Woodstock. They're organic, non-GMO, and it's a sweet anytime snack, bread and butter, pickle chips. Are those local? Like Woodstock, Woodstock? No, they're from uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was like the Woodstock neighborhood, but, you know, time to get pickled, boys. Let's do it. Yeah, boys. Oh, good snap. Lee, you want to come in here? And we've been provided with a pickle fork this week. Hand out, please. Lily. The pickles have all been passed out. It's time now for... It's time now for... The pickle tasting. All right. Pickles up, boys. Cheers, Cheers. Brody Barnum. Lee, Cheers. Brody Barnum to Big you. Top. Big top, Brody. Big top, Bam Bam. Here we go. Oh, that's good. I'm really stoked on this choice. That's a good pickle. Because, man, like I said last week. I mean, we had a lot of dill with briny stuff. We just had a lot of stuff that was out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's good to get out there, but sometimes you just want the all-American girl. Yeah, I feel like we've come, you know, full circle Full now. circle. Yeah. An American girl. Bread and butter. Which pickle are probably not American by any means, but that's uh, fine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Who cares? It's a pickle. They're good. Give me a couple more of those here. Yeah, those are sweet pickles. And then you touch them anyway. So Smart cool. moms know that kids' minds grow upon sweet pickles. Smart moms know that kids' minds grow upon pickles. Close. Is that it? That was close. It was, uh, Smart moms know that kids' minds grow upon sweet pickles. Where did, what Yo, was what that? What is that? That was a commercial for like a learning book for kids. It was called Sweet Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> what was this, the year 1948? Uh, Just after we beat the Germans and became the greatest country on this planet? Mm, no, it was after after that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'd already been the greatest country on this planet for yeah. quite a while at that point. Well, that was great. I'm, you know, I'd say AAA. It was good. Yeah, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's you know, it's it's it, it's it's weird, man, because we've had so much weird stuff mm-hmm. that. 
Like just a straightforward pickle. You're like, you're like mm, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I knew exactly what this was going to taste like before I tasted it. Uh, I'd kind of forgotten what bread and butter were. Yeah, they're sweet, sweet and good. Yeah. yeah. Got a little bite at the end. Yeah. You like, like it? it? You like oh, it, yeah. really? No, oh, that was a good bread and butter. That's definitely, definitely. Uh, for me, I'd say that's a triple A. Triple A pick. Bread and butter. Well, that was Pickle of the Week, folks. Again, uh, Brody Barnum keeps smashing right off into the playoffs. And uh, Yvonne McVeigh, thank you for the wonderful suggestion. Wonderful suggestion of bread and butter pickles. We did it for you, Mom. We love you. Go Pickles. 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 Barnum strokes that one to center. Going. I think it's gone. Going. I think it's gone. And it is. It's out of here. Brody Barnum with the big. Three run shot, Homer. Beautiful pickles. Get your pickles out and get them in the air. Hey, we want to thank our sponsor, Portland Design Works. Portland Design Works designs beautiful, simple gear for everyday cycling and encourages you to ride your bike to the pickles games out at the walk. Uh, I just bought a new bike and I'm going to ride that one out to the walk. Um, but I also have been riding my other bike, which is decked out in Portland design stuff. I got the King Dinger Bell. Bring, bring. And I got a beautiful LED light set, all from Portland Design Works. Super stoked uh, to have them on board. Uh, yeah, man, we've just really been excited. We've obviously interviewed uh, Eric, Eric, and uh, he's, he's just a great dude, and we are happy to have him on board with the Brian Time crew. Uh, so check out all their goods at RidePDW.com. And Pickles fans, Brian Time crew, please use this 20% off discount code. It's all one word, uppercase, B-R-I-N-E-T-I-M-E at checkout. And uh, thanks again to Portland Design Works. Go Pickles! Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, time now, everybody, for the Inside the Jar segment, where we interview a member of Pickle Nation. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, we got something kind of cool this week for you guys. This is uh, Ron the K-Man. He's a super fan. He hangs out there in the uh, right, just inside the bullpen, and uh, he puts the Ks up for the strikeouts that happen. Does he always wear a tie-dye shirt, or is that just like the days I've seen him? No, every time I've seen him, he's had a tie-dyed shirt on. And yeah. I, I asked him, because I think he has Pickles ones. Yeah, I think so. And I, and they're bootlegs. Those are not, <laughs> those are, that is not officially licensed Pickles merchandise. I think if you get to drop the Ks, you get to do some like yeah. sly, like, yeah. I'm going to make my own t-shirt kind of thing. Hey, man, bootlegs, uh, that's when you know you're cool, really. Yeah. When people are trying to bootleg your stuff. So, yeah, yeah this uh, enjoy this interview with Ron the K-Man. Uh, he's a real character, and he was he was really fun to talk to. So, I hope you guys like it. We're here with Ron. We're out at the walk. It's the bottom of the eighth inning. Ron, you're the keeper of the K's here at Walker Stadium. Yes, sir. Tell me your background here with the Pickles. Uh, how'd you get involved, and how long you been a fan? Well, I've been a fan since they started. Uh, and as far as doing the K's, about uh, the middle of last season. They were going through a little bit of a slump, and I said to myself, what as a fan can I do to help my team? And the only thing I could think of was put up Ks. Yeah. And uh, it worked. They did pretty good. Oh, okay. And so I said, okay, let's keep it going this year. And, yeah, well, you see what the result is. We've, uh, you know, we're in the hunt for a championship. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm not going to take the claim for it. but Oh, I'm giving you full I'll, credit. I'll help. I'm I'll giving help. you full credit. Okay, so... And because of the way the pitching uh, is structured here, you put K's up for everybody who pitches in the game, not just the starter. Oh, so, no. You know, I, I, everybody. everybody gets their K's. Awesome. Yeah. Do you separate them at all so you know who's or who's? Or? I tried to one year, but I kind of space cadetted a little too much. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I understand. Missed, missed a couple. It could uh, be, yeah, that could be hard to keep track of. Well, especially when you've had a couple more than you probably should have. Hey, <laughs> hey, we're. <laughs> We're here to party. So we're out right by the bullpen, and you sit out here every game. You got your own chair, which is great. And I feel like 
you probably have a pretty good relationship with a lot of these kids that pitch. You yeah. know them by name, and they know who you are, and that's a pretty cool thing, right? You're yeah, you're kind of part of the culture out here, right? These are great kids. You get a great bunch of guys. They're yeah, amazing. I, I really like them. Yeah, and, and this year, boy, they have really been pitching up a storm. I mean, it's just been yeah. It's just been tremendous to watch them. Yeah, we got uh, Connor Pellerin, Brad McVeigh, Michael Newstrom, you know, all all Beller stars. Before he went home. Yeah, Man. John Beller was great. He made yeah. pickle of the week one week. Uh, yeah, just top to bottom of pitching staff here is just, I mean, obviously one of the best in the West Coast League, maybe one of the best in in uh, college uh, summer ball. Well, it's it's our pitching that's been holding us up. I mean, they've been, I mean, not not in a bad way they've, they've been really supporting the team well yeah they keep uh, us in it yeah now if we could only get our bats just a little more well you know that's sour graping on my part i guess yeah, but, yeah. so the keeper of the k's is obviously a prestigious uh you know part of this team you know i i think of there's a guy it's uh in san francisco who does it for the giants they won't even start the game if he's not there if he's not in his seat they They'll hold off the the first pitch. Wow. They'll stall for him. Yeah. Wow. So look, you're you're punctual though. You're here and ready to go at the oh, beginning of every game. I'm here hours before actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I want to get a parking spot. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we we've had that battle before. We understand. We encourage all of our fans to ride their bikes to the game. That will uh, alleviate some of the parking issues, mostly so I can get a good spot and so Ron can get a good spot. So everybody else, ride your bikes, and. Uh, yeah, so you, uh, you're a local Portland guy, and when you heard about the pickles coming to town, you were pretty excited. Uh, well, I have, to, I have to be honest. When, uh, when I first heard the pickles were going to be here, I only bought tickets for one game out of three for the season. You know, I just berm ticket. You know, I started out in the stands, and then I went to the berms, and I only had tickets for one out of three. But after the first, oh, I'd say maybe the third homestand, I went and bought tickets for the rest of the games. Yeah? And I said, Man, i got to be a part of this. Got got the so, hooks in you. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. And you're usually hanging out around here. You know a lot of the guys, uh, you know, some of the characters around here, Alan and Coach Mags and all those wacky characters that, that make this uh, the uh, lovable team that it is. So, And, and they, they all they all love you. They all bring you up. They say, hey, you gotta get you got to get Ron on the podcast. you got to. You gotta get out there and talk to him, find out what what the, what he sees, cause you got a unique perspective out here. Oh, I think I got the best seat in the house. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I I wouldn't trade my seat for anything. It's a pretty good seat. Oh actually. yeah. I, I we're usually up there on the party deck, which is also pretty good. Well, that's a pretty good place too. Yeah, yeah you bet. But this is good. <laughs> you got do you do you ever uh, give the left fielder a hard time or? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, the the. Um, what are some of your favorite heckles? Oh, uh, how come you? We, how come we don't see your socks? Can't the team afford a pair that match? That type of thing. <laughs> and and uh, uh, the first game with with uh, Corvallis, the left fielder had a rip in his pants, and he said, "Oh, hey. I seen that. Oh, yeah, yeah I seen that. boy, he, we we were merciless. Yeah, we, we just got him on that one. And and if they have a name that's kind of catchy, that's that's worthwhile. Sure. Yeah, that's that's always fair game. Nice. Yeah. And one of my favorite ones is if if they come up with some really short players. Aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? <laughs> that's always <laughs> that's always a good one. <laughs> a little Star Wars reference for you oh, guys yeah. out there. All right, beautiful. And okay, I got a couple more questions now. Sure. This this tie-dyed uh, Dylan shirt mm -hmm. is that. Is that official issue, or did you make that yourself? Oh no, no, they they don't uh, sell these yet. Uh, there's there's a rumor that they might be bringing some tie dyes in, but I don't know. Uh, well, you made I, that I, in your garage? No, I've got a friend of mine that's a tie dye artist, and okay, I, I wear his shirts exclusively. Beautiful. So well, it's a great shirt. Oh they, yeah. They need to they need to bring them out. And last question: Do you hmm? have you ever been hit by a home run? You get a lot of home runs. I notice if people hit home runs, it's usually right around this area. Well, so you yeah. Gotta keep your head on a swivel, right? Yeah, I have to definitely keep watching. I, I have to pay attention, uh, but usually I don't have to worry about getting hit with them much. Uh, they usually go over my head. Yeah. Uh, every time I've tried to get one, there's a, I look one way, I look the other, and all of a sudden I'm surrounded by kids. So it's like I never get a ball. Uh, okay. But that's okay, you know. So we might have heard on the street that they that uh, that you might have some groupies out here. 
You got I, you got your own cheering <laughs> section, some fans. I, I don't know if you could call them groupies, but uh, you know, I don't know if they'd like that much. But uh, yeah, there's just I get a bunch of people that like to sit out here with me, and okay. at least at least unless unless they uh, sell out the number ten table here, then right, then uh, then they got to filter off. But okay. Oh yeah, they're fun. Well, they're, I'll keep they're that a lot in mind. I might wander out here. I don't know if you if you want me as or oh, Jake as a groupie, yeah. but we'll yeah, definitely you guys come are, out and visit you. We like it out here. Oh, yeah. You guys are welcome out here in the corner any time. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for taking the time to talk to us, Ron. We really well, appreciate you. it, man. Keeper of the K's, Ron, thanks so much. Right on. Go Pickles. Go Pickles. Well, that was uh, Ron the K-Man. Yeah. And that uh, you that dude likes to party. Tie-dyes, baby. Yeah. Tie-dyes and K's. And beer. And beer. Yeah. Tie-dyes, yeah. K's, and beer. That dude likes to party. They got them all out of the walk. That You recorded that interview uh, out at the f- season series finale of Corvallis that was the sixth game and ended up unfortunately mm-hmm. going to Corvallis making the the series the season series tied at three to three yep well like any good franchise you got to have sequels and we get a little taste get a little upcoming taste of some corn actually yeah because we will be playing the Corvallis Knights in the opening round of the playoffs. The Farm to Field series continues. Yes. That's what they called it. Farm to Field, baby. Yeah, man. So this is going to be a, a pretty uh, intense series. Uh, yeah, there's bad blood. There's, there's definitely like legit kind of, of like upset uh, tempers on both sides. Um, obviously, like no team really has the upper hand because – oh, I mean, we have the upper hand in terms of home field advantage, but three three all even. Teams seem pretty fairly matched talent-wise. Um, Corvallis had a, a really good second half. They had a very good second half, and we—I mean, obviously, it's great that Brody Barnum has kind of uh, stepped up. Yeah, but we've, we've lost, lost Xander. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if everybody's heard, but we have officially lost Joey Cooper for the season. Uh, his uh, his MRI, MRI came back, and unfortunately, has some shoulder issues. Probably due to newbie said basically from running into that wall too. Many He's times. already had two sold. Shoulder yeah. surgery. Soldier surgery. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad. It's too bad. And I guess Judah told us that uh, because this is Joey's last season as a pickle, because uh, he's a senior, that his final at-bat as a pickle, he got ejected. Yep. Official. Fi- oh. His final last at-bat as did a pickle. Did you see that? I did. What, was did? what, what happened? happened? I don't remember. Probably arguing balls and strikes. or yeah. just The ump was probably like, yo, dude, you need to button at least one button on that jersey. He was (laughs) like, hell no, bro. You cracked a beer in the batter's box, (laughs) chugged it, threw it out the pitcher. You've still got hot wax on your chest hair. Yeah, dude. Not allowed in the batter's box. He's like, whatever. So uh, this is going to be exciting. Um, So the first game of that series is uh, Friday, August 10th at Corvallis. And then the Pickles host Saturday, August 11th. And what are we doing August 11th? I believe that you guys are going to throw out the first pitch. Hi-ya. Yeah, we are. Hi-ya. I'm about to throw I'm going to make that noise as I throw it. Hi-ya. Hi-ya. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to throw some heat. Yeah. Jeremiah caught one of my pitches when we were throwing. Jake, Jake can throw very well. Yeah. yeah right. It hurt my hand. Yeah, it hurt his hand. Um, so we'll be out there throwing out the first pitch. And then if that, if the series, the first two games are split, uh, the Pickles have home field advantage, so August 12th, Sunday, August 12th, will be the tiebreaker if the if necessary game back at the walk. So very important to uh, Pickles fans get out there Saturday, August 11th, support those Pickles against the absolutely loathe Corvallis Knights. And uh, Jeremiah, you heard some in- interesting information about the Corvallis yeah, Knights. I was, I was talking to uh, Dr. Katie. Uh, shout out to the Workright uh, people that come to my office and, and- – uh, give us PT. Uh, she grew up in Philomath. Philom- fill up my mouth with farts is what we call it. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love all the small town stuff that I have no idea about. Yeah, Philomath. And they used to go to Corvallis and watch uh, what is now the Knights. But they were sp- they had a sponsor. And I think they were actually called just like Rick's Groceries. Rick's Grocers. <laughs> she was like, oh, that's the old Rick's Grocers team. And I was like, what in God's name are you talking about, you crazy person? But... Uh, I, I haven't really been able to confirm it on the internet yet, but it, it, as far as I can tell, the team's been around since 07 down there, which fits the right timeline, but they have changed their name. And the other thing that's interesting that I didn't know, because this whole time we've been making fun of royalty. Well, these Corvallis. people are royalty. 
Yeah. Well, Penny Knight. Yeah, they are actually named for the their top sponsor, which is uh, Phil Knight's wife, Penny Nike Knight. co-founder, Nike co-founder. Yeah, Penelope Penny Knight, baby. Yeah, that's Penelope. as royal as you get up here. Yeah, I mean that is royalty of Oregon, dude. Yeah, that's a hundred percent royalty. So this whole season, we've been like, there's no royalty in Corvallis. And Penny Knight's just like, I will drop $100 million on your face and kill you right now, dude. <laughs> Drowned us in money. Yeah, that is the g way to kill somebody. That is pretty cool, yeah. Fill up a swimming pool with money and just drop you at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, swim out of that. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, Corvallis Knights uh, well, look, coming back for a thing. playoff series. We can hate them for a different reason now because they're the money ball team. Right. They're the moneyed team. They which got, is weird because he's an Oregon guy, and this is in Corvallis. Which is bitter rivals. You would expect him to be like, nah, we're just, why not just make this, why not make them the Eugene Knights? Well, because Eugene already. What do they have? Do they, they have, have the a, Eugene Emeralds, which uh, is a single A. Too close. Too close, too close yeah. Interesting. Well, we're going to kick the living crap out of them either way, no matter what family. This is going to be exciting, and uh, we're going to fill you guys in, actually, a little bit in the next segment on... Ooh, teaser. Nice teaser. That's what we call a tease in the biz. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on, uh, on how this whole playoff thing works. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> He's shaking his head with excitement again. Liam cannot <laughs> wait till we are out of his house. Time now for Inside Inside Baseball. That is the segment where we, Jeremiah Coughlin and myself, talk about uh, just kind of, you know, the obscure rules, the jargon, the minutia. We like to say minutia every episode. even Minutia is, is a good one to throw in there. Yeah, it's like a word that I kind of understand. It's the minute details. Yeah. Minutia. Well, now I know. Thank you for explaining yeah. that. Um. You've been saying it a lot. I just assumed you knew what it meant. Dude, it's like one of those <laughs> words. Like, word to say. It Every, is, yeah. Everybody else says it. You're like, I don't want to sound dumb. I'll just say minutia. Yeah, that's yeah. why I say dogma. Yeah, dogma. Yeah, <laughs> when you say like intensive purposes, but it's intense and purposes. <laughs> intensive purposes. <laughs> the guy had some intensive purposes out there. He was so intensive. So uh, this this week we're going to talk. Actually, um, a little. We're going to talk about the uh, West Coast League playoff, West Coast. playoff procedures and structure. So obviously, this is not Major League. There is not wild card. There isn't three division winners. There isn't any of that stuff. Nope. Uh, this is collegiate wood bat ball, and therefore they have a different way of structuring how they decide who is the champion of the West Coast League. So basically, they split the season into two halves: first and second half. Uh, whoever wins the first half of the season, which means whoever has the best record of each respected division, the North and the South of the West Coast League, locks in a playoff spot. So the Portland Pickles, our beloved Pickles, won the first half of the South, correct? Yes. And so they, we knew back in, I think, whenever it was, it was late Fourth June, of July. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. That they had, wrapped up, they had wrapped up a playoff spot. We knew no matter if they lost every game, they were still going to play in the playoffs, So which was awesome. Um, and they've obviously continued to do very well because they have a very good ball club. The second half winner of the South was the Corvallis Knights. Yeah, mathematically. Mathematically. not over yet. The season's not over, but yes, mathematically it's been determined that uh, we will be playing the Corvallis Knights, and they will have the second best record. So, well, yeah. That's why we are, that's why we get home field advantage. Yes. Right? Yes. So. Well, it's actually the winner, the winner of the first half. Oh, the winner of the first half, it's not record. Yeah. So it's okay. So they reward the winner of the first half more than they do the second, I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, that's it's all right here in this very poorly written. So the reason we picked this partly is because, you know, you, the listener, might not be familiar, but also because uh, whoever wrote this um, was not Hemingway. No. No, it, it, it was is not. Poorly yeah. worded and, and quite confusing. So right here, the first half winner must choose home or away for game one no later than five days following the conclusion of the first half in the division. So right after they win, they have to say, we want to play yep. away first, which mm-hmm. is what the Pickles did. Right, because if you home field advantage is you play on the road the first game, and then you get two and three at home if they need, because it's only... Yes. 
So you're betting on yourself to win one road game or win two home games. Yep. I mean, either way, you would get two home games, but you could have played home away home. Yeah, they could have done that, but I think that also plays into what we were talking about with the traveling. It's a, okay. Because yeah. if, if, say, if, say we go. Say if we'd played the Harbor Cats in the playoffs somehow. Yeah, and then you'd have to go one, one, and you would one. Have to fl- you would have to go to Portland all the way to Canada. For the next, because they they also specifically state there is no days off on the three game series, so you could potentially play a home game in Portland, win it or lose it, whatever. Have to drive all the way to Canada to play a game the next day, and then potentially play again back in Portland if it was set up that way. If it was set so up, so now that it's way. set up this way, which kind of it makes sense to do it this way. Yeah. So they gave up. They didn't want the first game at home, but they still get two because they won the first half. So. So basically what happens is if it, if it's the first half team and they do that structure a lot. I know that the 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 single A uh minor league affiliates they do that a lot because of the turnover in the teams. And because you you can have a really good first half and then those guys could move on or move up and and Yeah, I mean you we know, lost we lost Xander to the pros. Right, exactly. We lost our arguably one of for sure one of our best if not our best player to the pros. Right. Um, and kids that have to go back to school, and then there's also uh, kids that make their team makes a deep playoff run in like the college world series, and then they don't show up in the first half till like halfway through the first half, or they yeah. have finals later than other people. Yep. So because of like the fluctuating rosters, this is a smart way to do it. Uh, but if you win the first half, you automatically get to decide uh, if you want home field advantage, which of course you do. And then if you win the uh, because the pickles could have potentially win the second half also, and then they just give it to the second, which will be the Corvallis team. Knights, right? So that's mathematically already decided. The North is not decided completely yet, so it's either going to be going to be uh, Bellingham for sure. Yeah, they won the first half, and then the uh, Yakima Valley Pippins and the Wenatchee Apple Sox are both within one game of each other. They're yeah. a game and a half. So they're actually still com- competing for that second half win or second half and second playoff spot. In the and door. even that, I mean, if you think about Bellingham to Wenatchee, it's not. No, that's a drive. Yeah. That's a haul. That's a haul. Or so, Yakima, Walla Walla. I, I mean, mean, we're pretty lucky actually that it is Corvallis. I mean, both teams are lucky. I mean, you don't want to because yeah, they also yeah, like I said earlier, they specifically state there are no travel days, so you just do you do what you got to do. Um. Yeah. All that being said, what I was confused about when I was reading it, yeah, this, is <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. So we're going to be playing the West Coast Division Series, right? So we're playing within the division. Playoffs start the second full off day following the last regular season game of the WCL schedule, which is why it starts uh, this Friday, the 10th. So it's a best of three with game one played at the location at the discretion of the team that won the first half. So that's us. Right. First half winner decides who gets home field advantage. Yes. Now, why you would ever not take home field advantage, I'm not quite sure about. I don't know why. What first half winner would say, nah, we only want. I can't think of a scenario. I I mean, I'm. I don't even know why that's an option. I mean, who would ever say, you know what? We only want one home game, and we definitely want, if it's a deciding game, we want not to be the last team up. I don't know why you would do that. Whatever is a team who does really well on the road. Sure, yeah, we've been killing it on the road this whole year. Yeah, but just to not get that last up just seems insane yeah, to me. Yeah. So either way, but that is in the rules that it says first half winner decides who gets home field advantage. So obviously the pickles chose to get home field advantage because they're not insane. So here's where I got confused. It says game two is to be played at the alternate alternate site. Alternate site. Which I thought meant like okay, so like a neutral field. Yeah, like why wouldn't you just say? The other teams, like, oh. <laughs> it's just a, like, and then it also says game three is to be played at the alternate site. There are no off days during the WCL Divisional Series. This alternate site, like, tripped me up. I was like, okay, so did the Pickles host one home game? So and that's when we thought it was one, one, and one, because if two is at, an al- at the alternate site, and then three is at the alternate site, then aren't we alternating back? Like, that's a poor it's word just, choice. It yeah. could have just said... It could have uh, said a lot of things. It could have said so many <laughs> other things than saying alternate site. Yeah. Whoever there was their copywriter on this thing. Yeah, Rob Nyer, we've got... Uh, we've I could do a much better job for you. That's the commissioner. 
every week. Yeah. Oh, the I thought you were calling the writer out. On. No, well, he might have wrote. He might have written it and uh, maybe stick to commissioning. <laughs> Uh, I like that this is a fun one for me, though. Uh, best of three, the second best overall season record between the two series teams. In the event of a tie, the best division record for the full season. In the event of a tie, tiebreaker two, it's full season run differential. And if you're still tied in the in, in that, the third tiebreaker is a coin flip. Oh. Your entire season... Coming down to heads yeah. or tails, baby. But I mean, you know, the Super Bowl has decided who, you know, plenty of things are decided with a coin flip. It's going to be in a very exciting series between the old Knights, and uh, we'll at least get to see one game. We'll at least get to see the Saturday game, and hopefully, hopefully they, they bring it home for the. Hopefully, they just win it there. Hopefully, they've already won on the road, and then just yeah. Seal yeah. We're hoping that. game two is the final game of the series. For Hopefully, sure. my straight heat gets me noticed by some s- scout, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Man, get this kid a host family." Yeah, what is he doing? Why is he thirty-one and a struggling comedian? Get this guy to throw sixty junk ball in our farm system. There you go. Well, that was uh, inside inside baseball. inside inside baseball. <laughs> Las Vegas, where one of our co-hosts will be getting married shortly. It's not me. And without the echo, I sound insane. <laughs> I like how you kept talking I just, that. And the echo just left, and I was just like, well, I'm already committed. I'm pot committed, so I'm just going to roll with it. Because you don't have to talk in a certain way when it echoes anyways, but you do. I like to go like this I regardless. I actually like that. This is a fun too. voice. So, Jeremiah, what are we talking about? You talk got a personal thing going on well, here. Yeah, we weren't really going to talk about that a whole well, bunch. Well, I wanted to know why you were going to Las Vegas, bro. Uh, I'm getting married. Uh, <gasps> by the time people are listening to this episode, what? I will be in Las Vegas getting married on no. Wednesday. Yeah. The day this oh my God. podcast drops, Jeremiah. You didn't know that, Liam? I did. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> he, he was trying to play it up for effect, bro. Yeah, I got you. No, I felt bad. I was like, God, I feel I'm going to give you like a pint of nose at all. You're getting married? Yeah. What? Your name is Jeremiah, bro? I thought your name was Alex. Who are these people? Uh, so, yeah, I've decided uh, Thursday night while we're down there, I'm going to go see a little baseball. Yeah, nice. I'm going to go see some AAA. AAA. PCL. Pacific Coast League. Yeah, see, all this stuff that you know about now because of 10 episodes of Brine Time. Yep. Beep, bop, boop. I understand baseball. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Right. The ones and the zeros. So uh, this team, this particular team, the Las Vegas 51s. What is a 50? Is that a gambling term that I don't know about? No, it's an Area 51 joke. Mm. Oh. I'm getting one of their lids, dude. They yeah. they wear, it's blue with just a gray, like a gray alien head on. <laughs> oh, that's sick. <laughs> that's yeah. dope. I'm so excited. Uh, so th- in 1983, when the Portland Beavers left Portland and went to Spokane, and were renamed the Indians, which they are not called anymore. Then, in uh, 83, they moved to Las Vegas and became the Las Vegas Stars. So the Portland Beavers moved to Spokane to become the Spokane Indians, and mm-hmm. then that was in 1973. Yes. And then in 1983, 10 years later, they became the Las Vegas Stars. Yep. When did they change their name to the 51s? That was the Stars decided to rebrand their entire operation, renaming the team the 51s as a reference. To, this was in 2001 they did this. Oh, yeah, Intergalactic Baseball. Oh, that's cool. That's funny. Because they were the Padres affiliate, which makes sense because that's what the uh, Beavers had been yeah. also. The team adopted a logo featuring a gray alien head and introduced the mascot, Cosmo. They're going to see Cosmo. See, but look, even it's so... <laughs> So that's how they ended up swapping affiliates, the Padres and the Dodgers, because the Albuquerque Dukes 
moved to Portland to become the fourth incarnation of the Beavers in 2001. <laughs> so it's like they moved, they moved, and then they f- they swapped they affiliates. F- they filled and then in, yeah. They came back. But this is, yeah, this is the 51s, and uh, it's going to be 151 degrees when we yeah, go dude, see them. You are going to yeah, be dead of be dehydration. Nice. It's going to be warm. It's going to be warm. Um, uh, but I, I'm I'm excited. I want to go see them. Uh, it looks like they're they're actually building a new stadium right now for the team. Yeah, the pity ones. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Take that, Portland Beavers, who couldn't get a place to play. But Vegas. Th- it seems like. I guess they like sports there, do they? Yeah, they like betting on it. Yeah. I wonder if anybody bets on them. They well, do. <laughs> well, yeah. Come on, someone bets on something. <laughs> cool. And who are they playing the night you're seeing them? And so yeah, they'll be the Reno Aces, who are the Diamondbacks affiliate. And we have been to the single A Diamondbacks right. affiliate, which is the Hillsborough Hops. Mm. Maybe I'll wear my hops hat. Wear your hops. Get a Cosmo lid. Dude, I'm so excited. That's that. sick. So yeah, uh, that's you know um, very interesting the way that these affiliates and teams move around and come back around. And yeah, I mean it's obviously so now we're I mean uh, that's like three incarnations of the Beavers. It's just so funny that these ma- you know the major league teams for the most part these days have s- stayed pretty s- stable, but then these like under the surface is all these teams swapping around, moving different places. Um, it's cool. It's interesting. And like, you know, these players too are not getting a lot of love too. Like these guys, you know, that who knows, maybe a dude played for the Beavers in number of like the Beavers that turned in. I mean, a player could have followed them in a number of different cities, you know? Yeah. Which, um, like Robinson Cano is, is actually going to be playing for Tacoma coming up this week. So it's too bad they're not down there because they're in the same league. They play the Cano can play in minor league ball. He's just been banned from the majors. Well, no, he's his suspension is over. It's been eighty games. Yeah, and oh, he's wow. coming back on a rehab assignment, and so he's starting in Tacoma this Jeez. week. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of um, former <laughs> minor league players, yeah, we had a little update. Uh, Mags gave me a call last week, and uh, Louis Tiant is not Louis Taint. Uh, oh. I got kind of called out on that. He's a Cuban, right? Yeah, he was a Cuban. Uh, guy and he was a really good uh, player for the Red Sox and a couple other teams. But dude, that message uh, from I just Mags <laughs> was so funny. I got, I got, a, you got a little voice text. <laughs> yeah. Did you really? Yeah, it's a, it's like a teddy bear. It's so a teddy bear's face, and he says, just goes, it's, "It's not Lewis Taint, you moron." <laughs> which is, it's probably my the favorite, my favorite thing that's ever happened. If you to me. can send it to me, we're, we'll put oh, it yeah. on. We'll put it on the show. Um, you might have to bleep that one. That was, yeah. that was the clean version of what was said. Perfect. Um, and then uh, Zach Miller also, uh, when we saw him out there, which, by the way, we saw Zach Miller get in the cage in Port Angeles. Bro, <laughs> that dude is so big. It looks like the cage, first of all, can't fit him. <laughs> He's got a toothpick in his hand that it, is he looks like a normal-sized baseball yeah, bat. I really shouldn't call Brody Bam Bam because this dude is a straight Bam yeah. Bam. This dude got up. It looks like he could bat like if he just wrapped two fingers around the bat. He just got, he launched four. There's this, there's an Instagram post of me watching it, and it's just like Jeremiah tracks the ball, and at the end I just go, Jesus Christ! <laughs> there was pickles like the actual pickles players were throwing their mitts up in the air to try to knock down these ones that he was hitting like over the lights yeah, in dude. Port Angeles. Holy smokes! He is a big big man. Yeah, it was pretty cool to watch. Yeah, skull crusher. Yep. Wow. Well, that w- that was fun. I'm glad. Uh, yeah. Ghost I'm gl- of Baseball Ghost Pass. Of they, they those beavers. Back. It's really just Ghost of Beavers Pass. <laughs> like these well, guys just keep coming up. They will not shake us loose. No, keep that reverb up, babe. Ghost of Baseball Pass. Hey, congratulations, Jeremiah. Really, congrats, buddy. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on Brine Time. Uh, always a pleasure to uh, sit down and chat with good buddies Jeremiah and Liam. As always, you can find us at brinetime underscore pod at Twitter and Instagram, brinetimepod.com. You want to email us, it's brinetime503 at gmail.com. Thanks again to X-Ray FM, musicians who uh, open and close us. Marimba Mike with the intro. and Dusty uh, Fox with good the old outro. Dusty Fox, friend of mine, friend of the pod. Got oh, that pickles jersey. Got coming, that pickle. Buddy. We got that camo jersey for you, bud. So uh, excited to pass that along. 
Uh, of course, we want to thank Portland Design Works for helping us out here at Brine Time. And, of course, the wonderful man on the other side of the prison glass. Give it up for Liam Flanagan, everyone. Taking his free time to visit us in the clink. Yep. It's been fun, man. S- signing all that paperwork to get in. To get in, doing a search. full body search, too. I like know. the search. <laughs> he was into it. He was into yeah, it. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we're getting down. The season's winding down. We've been, you know, we love we love all of our listeners. We've mm-hmm. been really uh, excited and surprised by the people that have gravitated to this and the, the parents and everybody. So that's really cool. And so feel free to reach out to us on, on any of those uh, social media platforms and, and give us some feedback and say hi. And uh, I want to I thank David Shinson, uh, who gives us the, a lot of the Instagram pictures that we use when we do the little pickle of the week post. Yeah. And just, you know, everybody who's who's been a part of this. Uh, Definitely a uh, little family and little community that we're been uh, really excited to be. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. We're going to throw a first pitch out at a baseball game. Which is nuts. We're bro. not even famous, dog. No, and yeah, not we're yet. nobody. Not yet. That's very good positive stuff. Yeah, uh, Liam. <laughs> and uh, yeah, one more time. Uh, the playoffs start this weekend, uh, Friday, August 10th at Corvallis, game one of the divisional series, and then August 11th at the walk, and then an if necessary game at home, August 12th again at the walk. And uh, yeah, we'll be out there throwing that first pitch, so get there early to make sure uh, you don't, uh, don't miss this heat. Don't miss it. And uh, we will be back with you guys. Like I'm going to miss the catchers, man. You think you're really going to just totally flub it? No. I'm, I mean, that's obviously anybody who throws the first pitch, that's the biggest worry is just like, how dumb am I going to look in front of 2,500 people who are like, why is this guy throwing out the pitch? Yeah. Because think of how many former ball players are like, I could have done better. That's like all they're going to oh, think. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm not going to try to throw the heat like I did with you because there was only. What if I just run it over to him? <laughs> Dude, that would be so funny. If you do a huge, overly exaggerated wind up. And then just like hold it in my hand and, and run it over <laughs> there. Just kidding. Sorry. Yeah. Brian time. That's the way to fix the square. Yeah. Uh, light the spark out at Lance Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminate the dark. Popcorn, sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland, never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brine time, home of the pickles. Brine time, brine time, that's the home of the pickles.